But the number one thing that I do very regularly is make sure that I have time alone in there too. And if that is an hour at night, if it's 20 minutes of taking a bath, if it's five minutes of meditation, or if it's just a walk around the block with no electronics, I find that I need quiet space often. Mm -hmm. One, so my brain can be creative. Two, so I can just like process. If the day was really stressful, if the kids were overstimulating or whatever it is, I need that quiet space to be able to process. Otherwise, it probably won't affect me tomorrow. But if I don't take that quiet space by the end of the week, I'm going to be burned out. I'm not going to be showing up as the best leader, mom, spouse, anything that I can be. And I'm going to feel depleted and start to feel resentful, frustration, whatever. So I take that time, whatever way it needs to be, to make sure that I have something where I have some clear space to be there. Mama! Welcome to Mama Has Goals. Your weekly reminder that you shouldn't have to sacrifice your dreams to take on the role of mom. I'm Kelsey Smith, mom of two boys, wife, and entrepreneur who's passionate about helping other moms, current and aspiring, to reimagine mom life. I'm bringing you the resources, support, and relatability to debunk that limiting belief that you may have about your ability to achieve your goals while raising a human. We're covering everything from mom guilt marriage, relationships, careers, finances, mental health, physical health, you name it. Your life doesn't have to fully shift once you become a mom. You can have it all, and we'll show you how. When moms are busy, the first thing that goes is their self-care. And self-care can be your health, your mental health, your emotional health, how you care for yourself in any way. And when we add in a whole new layer of accomplishing our goals, and especially if you're looking to start a business or you're looking to bring your business to the next level, sometimes our health goes to the wayside. And that is why I absolutely love this conversation today with Brooke Rosmanowski. She helps talk about how to balance this alongside all the other things that you're juggling. You may have heard Brooke on the podcast before. I absolutely love her, but she's one of our pro resources that's going to be supporting our Mama's Business Blueprint community that we have coming up. Brooke runs a functional women's nutrition practice. She started over 10 years in the fitness industry and personally experiencing what it was like when the standard diet and exercise advice failed her. She has watched clients struggle with the same, and now her and her team are functional nutritionists who help women get the root answers on why they're feeling low energy stuck with weight loss, hormone imbalances, GI symptoms, and so much more. She does this alongside being a busy mom of two little kids, and she has some great tactical advice on how to allow yourself to get more energy, support your health self, because we only get one body. How do we care for it while still going after our goals and accomplishing our dreams? I'm super excited to bring Brooke in because we want to make sure you're caring for yourself. So whether you're bringing your business to the next level or you're just getting started, you have the opportunity to book a one-on-one call with Brooke through the Mama's Business Blueprint program so that you can get that direct support to make sure you are fueling yourself in a way that supports your business success. So dive into this episode, listen in, and any other details are in the show notes for you. I can't wait to connect, Mama. Brooke, welcome back to the show. Always good to talk to you. Today we are fire rounding on health, hormones, and all the things that we need to know as women because we give everyone else all of our energy and our health and then we're left depleted. 
So I want to just jump in with one myth or truth that people could be like, oh, maybe my hormones are off. Well, I think a lot of it comes back to what mood and energy and cycle shifts. Your hormones are going to be where you're probably the most symptomatic. So if you're experiencing negative symptoms in the simplest form, should be a sign that you need to pay attention. So getting PMS, cramping, mood shifts where you're like annoyed with everybody before your period starts, having painful periods, having breast tenderness, having pain with sex, anything along those lines is a sign that we need to look and see what's going on. Okay. And so that's like when you jump into the defense, but what if you're in the offense? What if you're like, I don't have any of those symptoms, but I'm a woman, I'm a mom, I'm busy. I want to jump into starting a business or going into my goals. And that could shift something for me. How do you like play defense? I always look at your lifestyle habits. So the things that you're doing day to day are going to dictate the choices that you're making and are going to have a chronic impact. And that chronic impact can be really good or it could be negative. So our lifestyle is going to be the number one place that we have to look even before we're looking at testing or anything like that with someone. That's your number one influencer. So how well are you sleeping at night? And even if you have kids that are waking you up, can we get the best quality that we can possibly get in that time frame as an area where we can look? How are you nourishing your body? We're all going to choose food, whether we're busy or not, right? So can we choose things that are going to help us be more sustained and be more regulated throughout the day? Because food literally can dictate mood. How often are you getting up and just moving your body? Even if we don't have time to be so perfect and structured with it, but at a foundational level, just making sure that we're intentionally getting up and moving through the day because movement creates more energy. So it can help really support that. And the simple stuff that we all find boring, hydration, like drinking enough water is really important and actually can influence how you are feeling from a mood and energy standpoint too. So when we think about running a business, how you personally feel is going to dictate how much you can be involved and how much energy you can give that business too. Yeah. And I think moms are so set up for success to jump into business because they're already used to just balancing everything and trying to figure that out. But we also often sometimes prioritize the wrong things, right? And so if we've been balancing all the extracurriculars and the activities of mom life, but we haven't been focusing on our own health, adding something else into the equation can sometimes be detrimental to our health. So for a new business owner or someone that's taking on a new role, a new goal, How do you help them hit the ground running with some good strategies, practices? Yeah. You want to look at where's your loving fruit and where can you get the most bang for your buck in a shorter period of time? And we're all really good at multitasking as a mom, but action multitasking is really not great for us from a health standpoint, and it's going to burn us out eventually. So instead of looking at like, I have to do everything, right? Look at what are the one to two things that I can do right now? And I really say, one, sit down and have some strategy of what you're going to do. So have a specific focus. What is it that you want? Do you want to make $5,000 this month? All right, break that down. What does that look like? And then where that can really help determine where your focus is going and connect. So even if you only have 10 minutes to do something, but you take that 10 minutes to connect with people who can really help support and bring more people into your network of what you're wanting, that's a really great areas to start to focus in and create energy and movement towards where you're wanting to go. Oh, I love that. So those are some great lifestyle habits. If somebody was to add in a specific 
health or gut habit? What would be your quick gut boosting habit to introduce? Yeah, this one is not the most popular to be said, but slow down and sit down for a meal. Sit down Mm -hmm. and your digestion starts from your brain. So actually sit down and smell your food, take a couple small breaths, maybe even hum because it triggers your parasympathetic system, which is your rest and digesty. So sitting down and intentionally taking 10 minutes to eat a meal versus like I catch myself doing, shoving food in your face as you're standing up and feeding the kids and doing everything else. If you can do those things where you're intentionally taking time to focus on one thing at a time, that actually can play a massive role on how your gut is functioning. Yeah. So you support women of all walks of life, whether they're in businesses or not, whether they're just starting a business or they've been in for a while. What's something that you see in the difference between someone kind of making this a part of their entrepreneurial journey from the beginning versus coming to you down the road? Maybe they're in burnout. They're trying to come back. Yeah. When you take a proactive approach, you're either going to pay for something now or you're going to pay for it later. When we're having to come in and be reactive to something, it can take longer for us to see that result versus if we're being proactive about it. So as tough as it can be, I always say we can proactively start with those habits in the beginning. They can carry us a lot further um, than if we're coming in and we've reached the point of burnout and we're run down and we're having to go back and maybe shift habits in the way we did things. So Starting with habits that are small and buildable is going to be way more successful than going full at it and having to go back and reverse the way that we've done stuff. Yeah. Now, I don't necessarily want to promote weight loss when it doesn't make sense, but often it's a goal. And especially after kids, our bodies change it. We learn new things about them. What are some ways that understanding your hormones and your gut health and just working with you can help healthy weight loss in a way that is right for your body? Yeah. Same. I don't think there's anything wrong with weight loss as long as it's coming from the right approach, right? In the right manner. When you're working through your gut and you're working through your hormones, it absolutely can influence weight that you are gaining or losing. You're going to hear a lot of people say that it's all calories in and calories out. And calories do matter. You can't eat 5,000 calories and expect weight loss at the same time. But if your body is in a stressed out state and your body is having a hard time operating in the best way that it's supposed to, to support that weight loss being or coming with ease, then your gut and hormones can absolutely play a role. If your gut is stressed out, there's a pathogen present, there's something that's influencing how your body functions for weight loss, or it's just creating a state of inflammation where your body's retaining more water or more stressed out because of that, that could influence the number on the scale. I have a client who worked with me strictly on gut health, didn't change anything else. She was a mom of a young toddler and she lost 25 pounds in our three months of working together strictly because her body was so stressed out. And on the other side, from a hormonal standpoint, your blood sugar regulation can really influence how your hormones are functioning and also can influence weight loss in there. So From a hormonal standpoint, do hormones directly impact weight loss? No, but they can indirectly impact it and they can make it more difficult to gain or lose weight in there too. Now, being a mom and an entrepreneur yourself, what are some like non-negotiables that you have in your day to take care of yourself, to be able to show up for clients, for your family? Because I know you're a great mom and I know that you're a great coach for your team and also the women you work with. So how do you balance it all when it comes to making sure you're nurturing yourself? Yeah. 
one, I have some pretty strong boundaries, but it's more so like when we hear boundaries, we think it's like, oh, boundaries on other people. It's really more so boundaries with myself of I don't commit to something right away until I really assess how it's going to work and how I'm going to feel in the situation. So if somebody asked me to do something on Wednesday, first I check my gut response. If my gut response is like, absolutely. Or if my gut response is like, oh, that's just another thing to do. I let that dictate. If it feels overwhelming already, it's going to be overwhelming to commit to. So I don't say yes to things out of the guilt or FOMO that could come with it. And that's really, it took me a while to do that. But that also goes with the prior prioritization of where my time and energy are going. It's probably the biggest thing that influenced. So my first priority is going to be in a no order, but my family, myself, my business, and you know our clients and things like that. And sometimes that's all I have the capacity for. And sometimes there's other things that I can add in. But the number one thing that I do very regularly is make sure that I have time alone in there too. And if that is an hour at night, if it's 20 minutes of taking a bath, if it's five minutes of meditation, or if it's just a walk around the block with no electronics, I find that I need quiet space often. Mm-hmm. One, so my brain can be creative. Two, so I can just like process. If the day was really stressful, if the kids were overstimulating or whatever it is, I need that quiet space to be able to process. Otherwise, it probably won't affect me tomorrow. But if I don't take that quiet space by the end of the week, I'm going to be burned out. I'm not going to be showing up as the best leader, mom, spouse, anything that I can be. And I'm going to feel depleted and start to feel resentful, frustration, whatever. So I take that time, whatever way it needs to be, to make sure that I have something where I have some clear space to be there. Uh, What would you say has been the biggest impact on your family or yourself in your own confidence and how you show up in your life by being an entrepreneur and following this passion? Being an entrepreneur is like personal growth on steroids, I say. Working through and really understanding why I am the way I am and how I process and why I, you know, have fears about certain things and triggers over other things. I would say that is 100% been the most influential thing because it's allowed me to one, give grace with myself, understand myself better so that I can hold myself accountable in showing up the way that I need to. But also, it's allowed me to show up for my kids the way that they need. Even small things like my daughter's learning to ride her bike without training wheels right now. And I'm watching her, like I'm watching fear on her face and I'm watching her struggle with being confident about it. And what I would love to do and probably would have done is gone in and rescued her and help her and show her and do things that I know she's actually capable of doing. But it allows me to like step back and allow myself to feel a little uncomfortable as I watch her try to figure it out and try to put it together. So I think the biggest thing in that is just like, for me, I would say I'm a recovering rescuer. I like to do everything for everybody, but it burns me out and it leaves me resentful. And it can be really uncomfortable to make other people figure stuff out for themselves and take their own responsibility on something. But it's allowed me to be a better leader when I do that because now other people can lead themselves, including my family. And it's taken capacity away from me and put it into the people that it's supposed to be responsible with too. Yeah. And these new programs we have coming out, they're really for two women. We have one that's really looking to find her own identity again and her fulfillment and move forward into what's next for her as an individual alongside family. 
And then we have the woman that has this idea who wants to bring it to life and she wants to bring it into a business and she's maybe a little nervous. How would you speak to those women to just like, don't waste any more time, keep going? Yeah. I've been in that spot multiple times. And I think you always are going to go through those transitions. Last week, I was in that spot with, you know, debating the way that I'm going to do things. So you're always going to have that come in. I think the biggest question I always ask myself is what if you don't do this? What are you going to constantly sit with if you don't do these things? You're going to be a little comfortable no matter what, and it's going to be challenging no matter what. You have to choose what challenge you want. You know, the challenge of not going after these things and not seeing where it can go or the challenge of going after it and the stuff that's going to come along with it. So I think that's the biggest thing to keep in mind is it's never going to be easy or just blissful. You have to choose which one you want to deal with. And I look at if I go after something that's hard, but I can do it and I'm learning what I'm more capable of, my kids are seeing me do that at the same time. Yeah, I love that. If there is anything else you wanted to leave with these women just about their health and showing up for themselves, what is it that you wish more people would listen to you that you're shouting from the rooftops? <laughs> it can be so much more simple than we are making it out to be. We think that like we have to wait for the perfect life scenario and everything to be good and the stars to align before we start to take action on something. And the reality is the majority of us are living in the messy middle and you have to get comfortable with the messy middle because you're going to live in it and you're going to take messy action on a daily basis. So that also comes with your health. There's never going to be a perfect scenario to start a business, just like there's never going to be a perfect scenario to focus on taking care of yourself. It's just learning the little habits as you go and not expecting perfection out of yourself, just doing one to two things at a time and simplifying it down. If the worst thing you did, like all you did for your health that day was drink water, then great. You're better than probably 50% of the people that we talked to. And then if that's all you focus on, then great. Then the next week you focus on adding veggies into your week. And then the next week you focus on taking a walk. It can be so much more simple than we're making it out to be. But we have this like reward set that if it's not perfect and I'm not doing it all right now, then it's not worth it. Yeah. Brooke, thank you so much. I can't wait for you to support all these women more than those that you already do to be able to jump into whatever's next for them and focus on health because we only get one body, right? We got to take care of it. Thank you for being here. And if you were just to give one piece of advice for someone to do one thing today, we talked about a lot of things, a lot of back and forth. If they were to do one thing today, get off of this call for their health, what would it be? Go sit by yourself in quiet for 10 minutes. It's going to be really uncomfortable. You're going to make a list of stuff you want to do and you're going to struggle to not get up and go do the dishes. But go sit by yourself for 10 minutes and just be curious about what comes up, what goes through your head. Do you struggle to be alone and in silence? Then those are some signs that you might need to do it more often and you might be overstimulated if you do. We absolutely love delivering free value to this community, and I cannot wait for you to see what is up next. Mark your calendars for September 26th because something incredible is coming your way. I'm so thrilled to announce a very special upcoming event designed to empower mompreneurs, current or aspiring like you possibly, to achieve lasting success. We're going to dive deep into how to build and sustain your business while creating meaningful income alongside your family. The three P's to profit workshop is all about thriving in both business and family life, and you won't want to miss it. Visit the link in the show notes to register now. Did I mention it's free? Go grab that link.